Bless the Lord. Are you ready? Are you ready for Word Explosion 2022? Tonight I want to introduce someone who is a father to many of us, whom I love very dearly, who demonstrates to me the heart of somebody who is fully committed to spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ regardless of the limitations they have in terms of their health. And the message is going to preach tonight talks a lot about Jesus, the solitary man, evidence that demands a verdict. After what we've seen today, he's going to spell out who Jesus is. Of course, he cannot be with us, this speaker of ours, in person. But for me, it's a principle that he should be the one who opens the conference every year. He's the senior pastor of Rema Bible Church North, as well as the Rema family of churches. In the IFCC, recently he has allowed myself, Pastor Adbosov and Pastor Don Phillips to lead the IFCC. He's also known as the co-chair of the National Religious Leaders Council of South Africa. He led his first church service from his parents' home, the late Jimmy and Doreen. Service was attended by only 13 people. Today, the church has an attendance of over 17,000 people every Sunday. After his parents' living room grew too small for the services, the church occupied many buildings from a cinema complex to a warehouse. In the mid-80s, he was led by the Lord in acquiring a large portion of land in Rand Park Ridge upon which the current building stands. Ever a church statesman, he and other religious leaders, they also facilitated the peace initiative that led South Africa to its peaceful transition. He's a regular contributor to the Sunday Times newspaper, uses his platform to comment on current affairs in the country. He was also key in the formation of the National Religious Leaders Forum, a body of leaders drawn from different faiths that's represented in South Africa to engage government and society on the issues of national concern. For us here, we call him grandfather. For some of us, we call him papa, dad, spiritual father. Someone that I honor and I respect. And I visit him regularly. Though he's not so well, he was gracious enough to accept our invitation and to preach to us, though it's a short time, about eight minutes. But I believe you're going to enjoy the sermon powerfully. And so ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Pastor Ray McCauley. Well, good evening, everybody. It's a great privilege and honor to address the conference and to be part of it. I'd like to express a special word of thanks to Bishop Moser. Oh, what a beautiful man of God. I've seen him grow from a young age into a bishop it has one of the largest ministries in the continent of Africa. And I thank you, Bishop Massa, for this invitation. And I regard you in high esteem as somebody that is my son, 
and I'm proud to be your father. Thank you for the honor of being a speaker. It's truly an honor and a privilege, as I've said, just to be able to address you tonight. God bless you. I consider Bishop Moses a son in the Lord from a humble beginning as a young man, hungry to study the word and serve in the ministry. I've watched him grow up in that. He has grown to be one of the most influential Christian leaders on the African continent. He's always stayed humble. He's never got arrogant. He's always had a big heart and a thin head, as I say. And he's always been in a place of honouring my calling and my standing and vice versa. Me, Zelda and the Raymer Family Churches really love you and appreciate you, Bishop. We really do. And it's such a blessing to see how God is using you all over the world and especially in Africa. In over 40 years that I've been in the ministry, I've always uncompromisingly preached Jesus. And so have you, Bishop. Always first place was Jesus. And as a result, I've seen the fruit and the tremendous blessing and anointing and growth in the ministry. My, have you grown. What an incredible work you have in Soweto and all the other many churches that you've planted and been a blessing to the continent of Africa. You see, Jesus is the ever-living, ever-loving, everlasting Saviour who saves to the uttermost all who come to God by Him. We must never forget that. It's through Him, by Him. I sit here by the grace of God right now. And I want you to know that I've been through a heart attack. I've been through many different things. I have many attacks, but I tell you, I'm strong today through the grace of God and through the bishops, Mosa, and all those that are in fellowship with me. Thank you all for being there for me. And today I sit here and I'm strong in the Lord through that fellowship, that relationship that I have with Him and with you all. Because He's the one who saves to the uttermost. He has touched and affected the course of mankind more than any other person. And I believe with all my heart that this conference will be a life-changing event. And my prayer is that each and every one will experience a special God encounter. So prepare your heart, prepare your life to receive and enjoy the fellowship and the word that's going to come forth this week. God bless you. And I know you're going to have a life-changing experience in this conference. Thank you for allowing me to be part of it. God bless you. Today I want to talk to you about one solitary life. Only once did he ever cross the boundary of his little native land. Even that was in babyhood. Yet his birth set angels singing, wise men worshipping, shepherds wondering, and even the stars sent a diamond-fingered representative 
to point down on his cradle. In infancy, he startled the king. In boyhood, he puzzled the learners. In manhood, he ruled the forces of nature. He spoke to the wind and it ceased. He changed water into wine. He walked on water and he raised the dead. That one solitary being. He never confessed sin and never once betrayed the slightest consciousness of it. His life and character were one of moral flawlessness. See, either he's a liar or a lunatic, or he is who he said he was and is. God the Son, the Son of God. Somebody say amen today. He is the truth, the way, and the life. And he still remains that today. He healed multitudes without medicine and without money. Now we're not against medicine. We thank God for it and we thank God that God uses it to touch people's lives. He never wrote a song, yet he has furnished the theme of more songs than all other people combined. He never founded a college, yet all the schools together cannot boast as many students as he. He has healed more broken human lives than any other ever known. Amen. If you've had a touch from God, your life's been changed. There's so many people I can see that I know around you came to Jesus broken and he's healed them and made them whole. Doctors practice medicine, but he perfected it. He never marshaled an army. Yet no leader ever drew more volunteers ready to sacrifice everything, gladly for his sake. You see, great men and women have come, and great men and women have gone. Yet he lives the same yesterday, today, and forever. Many people have said that communism would destroy his myth, humanism would expose him, science would reveal his lies, heaven and earth will pass away, but he won't. He's the same today as he's always been. Come on, give him a clap today. We're not clapping a human being, we're clapping God. Hallelujah. They said humanism would expose him. Science would reveal his lies. Heaven and earth will pass away, but he won't. In the beginning was the word. Herod could not kill him in childhood. Satan could not seduce him in manhood. And though he voluntarily laid down his life, even death could not destroy him. The grave couldn't hold him. 
The past cannot confine him. He lives in the present of every generation. And as I look around, there's so many that have been here for so many years. And I've seen God take them from one place to another. Just seek him first and all these other things shall be added. The past cannot confine him. He lives in the present of every generation. If Jesus is not alive today, then we are incredible and we have no credibility. He's the only person with the immortal body. He is the risen, reigning, returning Lord. He's coming back. Amen. Hallelujah. His first coming as Savior will be crowned by his second as sovereign. He is the ever living, ever loving, everlasting Savior who saves to the uttermost all who come to God by him. Nineteen centuries have come and gone. Today he is the central figure of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, all the navies that ever sailed, all the parliaments that ever sat, and all the kings that ever reigned, put together, have not affected the life of man on this earth as much as he's done. Hallelujah. One solitary life. It's evidence that demands a verdict. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand of praise, everybody. Come on, let's stand and give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.